0: My name is Christopher, my name is Jessica, we
1: are the BWs, and, and we, we have had, had a baby. baby! Welcome to First Time Parent Podcast.
0: <laughs> Welcome. As
1: you can hear in the background, our little baby arrived in June, and now is time to tell you all about the day it happened.
0: It's your birthday, it's your birthday, Robin! Go party!
1: It's It's your birthday. birthday. We're going to scream and shout because it's your birthday because you're being ripped out of my wife.
0: There's a lot of screaming in this episode, guys. Just Uh, me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit different. Um, Throughout the day, we recorded some voice notes and audio files of what was going on. Um, I inadvertently recorded the moment he was born as well, which genuinely wasn't planned. And that was insane. Yep. So there'll be a lot of... um, as it happened audio yeah. so it's very different and then we've kind of filled in the gaps with our, our usual kind of combos mm. about it so it's very special i really hope you enjoy it Me too. as you listen along there he is as you listen along tweet us at ftppuk and tag us on instagram as well we'd love to know what you think as you're listening to the episode as well mm. um so yeah are you ready
0: Oh, I'm so ready. I've been looking forward to this so much. This is
1: the first time she heard what's going on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, we will see you at the very end of the episode. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's very different today. If this is the first time listening, good luck and enjoy yourselves too.
2: <laughs> Here we go. To the hospital.
1: <laughs>
0: It's Thursday the 6th of June, the day before birthday and actually a week, just over a week before our due date and we are completely unsuspecting that the next day is going to be noisy, noisy and bloody (laughs) and change our lives forever. Panicky,
1: (laughs) hungry, sleepy, all the dwarves.
0: Not, and dopey, probably, because was of the very, gas and air. <laughs> oh, you
1: would. We'll get onto that.
0: Yeah. So it was a normal
1: Thursday. We had plans.
3: Lots had of plans.
0: plans. My plan was to have my nails done. I decided as a little treat that I wanted to have a, a manicure of my nails done and a pedicure. So I'd booked in quite a long appointment to to have them done. And for me, that was the treat pre-birth. I wanted to have nice nails on my hands and my feet. To go and have the baby because at least it was a f- it was a week before due date and a couple of weeks potentially before it was going to happen. I just thought my face is probably going to look a bit rough. At least my hands and my feet might look nice whilst I'm giving birth. So that was that was the plan, and I had my nails done, but we spoke too much and we needed to uh, well not cancel the appointment but shift the Extet. toenail appointment to the next morning. So I had my hands done and I'd taken my nail varnish off my toes, ready to go. So they looked absolutely disgusting. And as I left the uh, the appointment uh, with, with my friend who was doing my nails, I said, right, as long as you stay in, this was to the baby, as long as you stay in overnight, I'm happy. So I've got my nails done. I think I might have jinxed it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I had my haircut in the morning thinking, well, it's going to be busy, isn't it? We, over the next few weeks, I've got weddings and the baby's going to mm-hmm. come in the next... In his hour, we got a few weeks. Everyone had, <laughs> everyone had pretty much said, oh, it doesn't look like it's engaged yet. No, you've, yeah. you've, you've, you've got a little while. Oh, but first babies don't come on time. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're never early. They're always late.
0: Oh, wrong. So wrong. And it really, really felt... Like, it wasn't going to happen for weeks. I was convinced yeah. we were going to go over for probably about two weeks.
1: And in, the, yeah. in the afternoon, we went and checked into the birth centre where mm-hmm. Jess kind of has a, a quick exam just to make sure she's safe to be in the birth centre because it's the one where you are limited on your pain relief. Yeah, you
0: have to be low-risk.
1: You have to be low-risk pregnancy. And, and we went up there in the afternoon, didn't we? We checked we in, had a quick little look around, and we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in my mind, realistically, did I think, oh, we we'll would be back here tomorrow. <laughs>
0: not, yeah, yeah, tomorrow technically, but it yeah. was literally a few hours later.
1: We joked to the midwife who was checking us in, she said, oh, I'll see you soon. I was like, <laughs> maybe we should stay here. <laughs> nice
3: no, one. <laughs> we'll see, uh,
1: yeah, so I'm Nostradamus, <laughs> is what I'm saying. No, I can't believe, I, I was genuinely joking. I wasn't mm. thinking, and I'm sure I'm not the only person to make that quality joke. Um,
0: quality Qualo joke and yeah it happened it it was funny because on the walk back I did start to feel these really weird twinges but it was just like nerve twinges and I'd had those throughout the pregnancy so I didn't think anything of it little Mm. did we know
1: yeah then in the evening I went off to host Sing Easy uh, in London which is about an hour's journey on the the bus and the tube Uh, yeah not really thinking anything of it. Mm. It was a good night as well. I had a really good time. <laughs> I would have had a drink if I'd known it was going to be the last night.
0: <laughs> I spent my evening at home chatting to my friends on the phone. I had two very Four. long conversations.
1: You teenager, you.
0: <laughs> I know. I had two very long conversations with two of my different friends. And little did I know that once I would put the phone down, I would sit and think, oh, my back really aches. But again didn't think anything of it because I'd been having a backache for the last three months because guess what? That's one of the things that happens when you're pregnant. You get a backache.
1: <laughs> you're bragging with two friends.
0: Two whole friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we didn't really think anything about it, did we? Uh, and no? And it was uh, somewhat of a surprise. Uh,
0: it shouldn't have been because it was only I a week know. before but as I think it's Look, like we've said, we're never really prepared. You're never going to be prepared for something like this. Looking back on it,
1: we were, well, I can't only speak for myself. I was very numb to the fact that it could have happened any day. Like, I know we mm-hmm. were saying, oh, it could happen any mm-hmm. day. I don't think either of our heads had really clicked to go, no, no, it really could happen any, any day.
0: Anytime.
1: Anytime it could pop out. You mm-hmm. could be,
0: mm. <laughs> mm.
1: So I finish my shift at Sing Easy and I get off the tube at the O2. And I get a phone call. So it is 1.28. It's Um its twenty-eight on Friday the 7th of June. I've just got home from a shift at Sing Easy. Uh, Jess was going to be picking me up at the O2, um, where I get off my tube at about 12.45. And I got... Up the escalator, and she was calling. So I thought, oh, she you know this is where she is. She's telling me where she is. No, no, she didn't make it because at about 12:40, uh, her waters broke in the car <laughs> on the way to come and get me. Um, so yeah, so that's where we are now. Uh, Jesse's waters have broken. She's currently having a shower on advice of the hospital, and we're going to go over there in a little bit. To get her examined and checked out and see where we are she hasn't had any contractions yet so that's interesting no contractions at all but her waters are gushing so that's where we are it's one thirty am on Friday the 7th of June we'll keep you updated so tell everyone about your waters break it
0: timing couldn't have been better or worse worse. i don't i don't know which way around it is because if it had been a few minutes earlier i wouldn't have had my waters breaking all over my car seat (laughs) if it had been a few minutes later i would have been halfway to the o2 on the road and i don't Mm. know what i would have done well i would have i probably would have finished coming to get you to be honest
2: (laughs) Mm.
0: i don't know it was really it was really funny well was I, it? I don't know. Was it? It, was, it, was, it was really funny because I got into the car. I turned the keys over in the ignition. Ignition, sorry. And my head did this thought. Did this thought? Had. Had a thought. I had a thought. Flash through my mind really quickly. Wouldn't it be funny if my waters broke? And they just gushed everywhere all over my car seat. So I hadn't actually left to pick you up. I had. Water's broken. (laughs) Not out of the the drive. I got out of the drive. So I got back out of the car, uh, waddled back into the house and continued to, as you so lovingly put it, gush everywhere. There was such a lot of it. And once it's gone once, it didn't seem to stop. It it just seemed to keep going and going. Uh, So yeah, I sat in the bath and just leaked in there, really.
1: And I got a nine-pound Uber, where the driver has never driven faster.
3: <laughs> I got
1: in and I got off the tube, and I came up the escalator, like it, like you heard in the voice note. And I, it spoke to you on the phone, and you hung up, and I just kind of went, "Oh, mm. oh, oh, hmm, okay, oh, um."
0: <laughs> Did you notice how I calm know. I was when I phoned you? Yeah. Because my head. My head was screaming, but I thought, no, this has got to be the calmest phone call I ever make to you because of the nature of it. Because let's face it, the words I'm saying are going to evoke possible panic, fear, dread, love. Oh, no, no, quite
1: quite probable panic. Yeah, just
0: everything. So I honestly, I kept my calm so, so much. And I think I, I fought back the panic. For both of us.
3: Yeah, glad
1: you did, because I didn't. I, I was just a madman. I know,
0: I was keeping it calm. And the thing is, is, I was calm because it was just the waters. There were no contractions. Mm. The only little signs that I had were a little backache and those twinges from earlier, but I had not put two and two together because mm. they were just normal things to me.
1: I think people thought I was an absolute lunatic at North Greenwich Tube Station. <laughs> I was sprit i had really smart outfit on cuz i just hosted a private party at sing easy and i was running for my life for the uber and then mm. of course it's the middle of um, building season at north greenwich so everything's different so the uber pick-up point isn't the right place so i had to run even further and then there was a big traffic jam and i was nearly in tears because i wasn't with you and i was a bit like come on ramon whatever Uh your name is come on uber driver i got in the uber i went please could you get me home really quickly my wife's just um just gone into labor and he went oh and i went no go he went Okay, boss. Okay, boss. Okay. Okay, I'll go. You want me to go this way or that way? Just get me home, please. Come on. Five stars on the line. £9.50. It cost £9.50 to get home.
0: And I was just sat on the edge of the bath waiting for you. It didn't feel like it took you that long at all.
1: No, well, it it, it was quite quiet. Mm. I was quite annoyed that I'd paid to go on your insurance to learn to drive this that particular month two days before mm-hmm. and i was going to be doing some nighttime driving home from the 0 two so i was quite sad about that if i'm you honest were, you were
0: you were going to be driving us home for the first time mm. um when i got
1: home you were just wrapped in a towel
0: well that's you all i of, could do you couldn't
1: really move and like you said you you were in the bedroom when i got back mm. you'd moved but you were like oh no there's more and just kind of ran and and we were both a bit like hmm i don't really hmm but we didn't want to tell anyone
0: no, we didn't know we didn't what know. was going to happen because it was just the waters.
1: Also, you still have to check that it was your actual waters that had gone.
0: Mm, and that's that's what we went on to do was, next. But... Isn't it funny how, and we've said this, I did the stereotypical thing that we joked about in the films and the TV. My waters broke first yeah, that's before the ver- contractions. The
1: very thing we said, we got told doesn't happen. Yeah, very. It actually mean. happened.
0: So because that happened... I knew that we had to call up the birth center, which we'd uh, we'd just been to that day, as we said. Uh, I had to call them up to let them know that my waters had broken, and they advised to uh, for us to get to them as quickly as possible, but no rush, but just get over there for the uh, in the next few hours so they could assess me,
3: mm. and so that's
0: by- what we did.
1: So by the time that we'd kind of cleaned you up a bit actually laid some towels on the driver's seat um, mm-hmm. it was about 1 one fifteen in the morning so we've driven to the hospital
3: um,
1: <laughs> jess has driven us to the hospital i have Hello. a provisional license uh, but she said she could do it she said oh no no i'm fine hey i'm fine you're fine i am fine just potentially going to have a baby in the next 36 hours.
0: Who knows? Who knows what's going on, guys? <laughs> well, I do kind of my <laughs> uh, my waters have broken. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah. It's 3:07. What's happened?
0: Um, we are we're just leaving. We're just leaving the hospital. Um, we're pretty much one hundred percent sure that my waters have broken, but um, contractions haven't properly started yet. Although I've been feeling a bit of a backache, she said that might be the start of things. Um, she's checked, checked baby's heartbeat. Baby's all fine and happy. Um, so the next step is hopefully. I will go into contractions and start labour within latent the next
1: phase. Well, you're in your 20, latent phase
0: 24 hours. And then if I don't, I am booked in for an induction within 24 hours just because there is a higher risk of infection for the baby. But she seems to think that we're all going to be okay and that things are probably about to kick off.
1: Because the waters is the protective...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: kind of coating i suppose on the baby isn't it so there's yeah. nothing to stop it um, so we, yeah, we're
0: gonna she, I, I did have a uh, she did have to examine me as well because she had to examine the color of the waters um, and because <coughs> there was a little bit of pinkiness to it she wanted to properly examine me so she did was that a physical a,
1: examination internally
0: yeah, yeah um so she had to have a little look which meant Uh, which meant the baby got a little bit of a prod. So they had to listen to the heartbeat and double-check it again, which was all fine. Um, Yeah, that's where we're at.
1: So we're heading home. It's ten past three, and we're going to hopefully get some sleep, and we'll be back tomorrow.
0: Oh, My mind was racing because...
1: You were about to have a baby. Uh,
0: Because (laughs) I was about to have a baby, but it was the thought of how I was going to get to that point.
1: It just didn't seem like it was time. No, it was weird. Even though you you were gushing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a horrible phrase. Even though you were um, uh, uh, downstairs, damp, uh, it was mm-hmm. not immediate. It didn't feel immediate. It didn't feel like no. it's, it's go time. It we still felt so far removed and so numb to it all. Yeah, it was really weird. But we were good, and and you know. How, yeah. did, how did you feel leaving the hospital physically? Did you... I was... Th- did anything trigger? I can't
0: remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. again, a bit of a blur. So as we were walking out, my head was going sort of ten to the dozen. I was thinking, okay, this baby is coming out. Um, My head was, was racing because I didn't want to be inducted because they said that the labour would be more painful. But then at the same time, I wasn't looking forward to experiencing contractions and the pain. So either way, each option didn't feel great at the time. As we walked out of the hospital entrance, my back started really aching and twinging, or my head just clocked on to the fact that my back was twinging. I don't know whether or not I had a bit of adrenaline going and I hadn't quite figured out. But as we walked out the front, I thought, "Oh, there's that backache again. Oh, maybe this was the start of it, and I hadn't quite realised. Also, I was feeling a little bit sore and a little bit slightly shocked at being examined for the examined examined for the first time mm. down below that
1: was your first intimate exam for mm. the whole thing
0: mm. so yeah. you drove home
1: mm. <laughs> i did we popped the L plates on because <laughs> we only live about um kind of 500 yards from the hospital i was fully insured don't mm-hmm. worry yeah but yeah a bit stressful
0: uh, and I I wasn't in I wasn't having contractions or in pain so I was in every frame of mind to still be you know looking around yeah. and and watching things but it was just that nice feeling of not doing it myself and I think there was that that possibility that whilst I was driving home if I had have done what if contractions yeah. had kicked in there and then and they were hellish and all of a sudden I was driving off the road. It just felt... It, I know, that sounds a bit ridiculous mm-hmm. because there's a build-up to it, as I well learned. Um, but that thought races through your mind, so therefore it's only across the road by five minutes. It mm. was the best option for for us to whack those L-plates on and get get you driving.
1: Suit seat was a bit damp.
0: Ooh, sorry about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we got home and you kind of curled up in your pregnancy pillow and, and tried to go to sleep and I could not go to sleep because hmm. there was no contractions or anything but my head was going, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, when's it going to happen? You might go fall asleep and it'd be happening. Oh, I yeah. might go to sleep. And I recall watching the uh, the Try Guys video of Ned and Ariel, big big shout to Ned former and Ariel former. we love you. We love you. We love you, Try Guys. Um, Watching the, the video and, and when she said she went into labour early, Ned was completely asleep and he woke up and said, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and I didn't want to do that because we we did know that it was kind of happening. Mm. So I was really anxious and awake. And I actually spent the whole night trying to cancel my gigs for the next 48 hours. Mm. I, I, I text our, uh, my lovely boss, Drew, at Sing Easy saying, yeah, I can't host because I was meant to host on Friday night. I said, mm. yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to be able to host because um Jesse's waters broke and he replied oh my
3: god
1: and yes. i was like <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> so but we didn't want to tell anyone because again we you know
0: could have taken like, a long time it could have been in there for days could
1: have could have taken ages so you slept for a little bit i didn't yeah yep. <laughs> um and then about kind of six-ish in the morning mm-hmm. you started getting really restless um yep. and then I kind of stirred you and then you were saying I said are are they are they happening I think I'd gone down and got a cup of tea by this point and you said yeah 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 and then they were there were definite Mm -hmm. contractions. it wasn't like by this point Mm -hmm. but it was really it was like uncomfortable strong strong period pains wasn't it
0: yeah so as I was dozing off I could feel it was starting and that was probably about four or five in the morning and I I knew in my head it had it had started, so I was trying... Oh, right, earlier than that. Okay. Yeah, you know, I knew. I think maybe I was, you know, between sleep and awake. And right, I hadn't, okay. you know, in my head, I, you know, I'd gone to sleep knowing I was probably going to wake up having contractions.
1: You kept that a lot more internal then because I hadn't noticed you really fidgeting until about quarter to six, no, six o'clock. No, I
0: definitely knew. I definitely knew it had started. It felt like period pains. But, you know, it, these contractions could have started and then gone again. I just Mm. you know just didn't know so I wanted to be sure before I you know said to you yeah it's definitely happening and it wasn't anything to shout home about you know it started off really light just like uh, you know a, a, a light period pain and then went away again you know technically it started as a backache and then it just progressed from there and I was asleep so I wasn't completely you know in tune with everything that was going on but it was, you know, it was there in the back of my head. And like you said, by about 6, 6.30 in the morning, I woke up and they were definitely there and it was definitely happening. It wasn't hugely painful at this point, but I knew it kicked off. It's
1: currently 7.35. Friday the seventh. The birds are singing. I'm out for a little stroll. So contractions have started. She's she's doing really good. She's doing really well. I'm really proud of her. They're not huge at the moment. They're like twinges in her lower back and her abdomen. Um, yeah. You know, they're about maybe one every 10 minutes-ish, lasting for about 20 seconds at a time. Not too bad, she's doing really well. Now because this is happening and it's <laughs> unexpected, um, I'm walking up to get some cat food because we're going to cat food. <laughs> and I've just built the Moses basket as well because I hadn't done that yet. So that was a lovely little of a surprise. <laughs> Getting the screwdrivers out at 6.30 this morning. But yeah, we've well, told the parents to be on standby if they want to come down to London. And then we'll see how the rest of the day goes. But it's happening, guys. Maybe BW's on the way. it's 10:29 how are you feeling Jess
0: um i've been better <laughs>
1: you're I'm... having contractions now
0: oh yeah
2: <laughs> yeah they are they are coming and they are coming and going um, they've they've got stronger they started i think they pretty much started as we were talking leaving the
0: hospital um And gradually started building up over the night, got a few hours sleep and we've woken up
3: and they're kind of just there. And we've got another one coming now. Yay.
1: You okay? Mm. Just breathe. You're doing great. You're doing really well.
2: There is a pressure coming
3: down.
1: Where is it? Where do you feel it? Just straight down? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is it from, like, your abdomen or is it on your back?
2: A bit of both. At the moment I can feel it like a...
0: Like a... Down here.
1: Just below your stomach?
0: Yeah. But it's also when the contraction comes, the pressure is pushing down the lower back as well.
1: Strange like feeling. Big,
0: it is. It, it, yeah, it's quite... A, it's, it's like a funnel, isn't
1: it? Yeah. You're doing great. You're doing great.
0: You did great, though, because whilst I was up there doing <laughs> doing the contractions, <laughs> you were running oh, around. Me, I'm
1: just doing a contraction. <laughs> I'm
0: just doing one right now. So. Oh, I uh, no. not
1: <laughs> doing the I done it.
0: Thank you. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Whilst I was up there <laughs> doing that, you had to run around and get things ready because the house wasn't ready for visitors. We were going to have visitors. Uh, you set up the Moses basket, like you said in that note. We hadn't yeah. done that. Why on earth had we not done that? Because
1: the Friday was the day to do things.
0: <laughs> I know. And then you got the sterilizer out and ready and the bottles ready. Look,
1: guys. We're busy,
3: all
1: right. <laughs> We're busy people, and and yeah, I just kind of had to do everything fast. But yeah, it took my mind of it, and uh I don't do DIY, so that Moses basket nearly killed me.
3: <laughs> not because I'm
1: not very good at it, but I'm absolutely terrible at it. <laughs> mm,
3: I
0: usually do the DIY, don't yes. I? So that would have been one of my jobs over the next day or so. But it just didn't happen.
3: Uh, I
0: was trying, sorry, I was trying to do exactly (laughs) the same thing upstairs in between contractions, though. Our bedroom was a mess. I had a huge pile of clean washing to put away. Mm. And I knew people would be coming up and down into the bedroom. So I wanted to try and put that away. So in between every contraction, I tried to get clothes put back in their right place. I thought, okay, I'm doing a job and I'm taking my mind off of the pain uh, and it gives me something to focus on in between the contractions and the pain so I put clothes away and then when the contraction came I went and sat back down on the side of the bed then I went and put more clothes away Uh, I was also starting to have baths as well I kept dipping in and out of the bath because that's a nice pain relief and I think I'd had some paracetamol as well Mm -hmm. so things things were were really picking up
1: Can I just do a dad joke? Really? Why are there no tablets in the jungle?
0: I don't know. Why are there no tablets in the jungle?
1: Because of paracetamol.
0: Oh! Oh.
3: (laughs) (laughs) On
1: with the day. (laughs) So it's an hour later. It's about half eleven. They're getting stronger. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. It's raining outside. <laughs>
1: and that's that's the update, is it? It's raining.
2: Yeah, because we're currently sat on the bed looking out the window and that's all I've been looking at for yeah. the last hour.
1: It's like the worst TV show ever, this.
2: <laughs>
0: I've been trying to get downstairs to the TV, but then I leave it too long and then another one comes and I have to sit through it. I'm currently finding that it's like most comfortable to sit myself on the side of the bed... Kind of upright, bolt upright, um with my legs wide apart, yeah, I mean, this is kind of how we go in the first
1: place. <laughs> hey, come on um,
0: <laughs> and that's that's kind of my most comfortable position. I think we're we've just rung we've just rung to check in timings about the contractions with the birth centre, and they've advised to stick it out a bit more which is what we thought but we just wanted to check in because they did start to pick up pace a little bit and then as soon as we were on the phone to her it it was a bit of a non-starter wasn't it it didn't mm. really go any didn't really go anywhere so they they're still kind of classed as a regular contractions at the moment they want um, it
1: consistently
2: yeah
1: three every 10 minutes mm. for like an hour or two she said so even when it gets that hard you it, we're going to have to kind of stick it out a bit. And I didn't realise that. Yeah. Okay. Yay. You're doing really well. Thanks. Very proud of you. Even if you did spill the cocoa pops I made you in the bath.
2: Like one or two. But yeah. you did fill it up massively.
1: You asked for breakfast and I'm fueling up my mm-hmm. prego wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time for another one.
2: Hmm. <sighs> I don't know. This is the longest I've gone in a little bit.
1: Oh, let's keep talking. Without
2: one. Let's see what happens.
1: Cocoa pubs.
0: <laughs> I did eat them in the end. <laughs> they were really soggy. Because <laughs> every time I went to take a mouthful, another contraction came.
1: <laughs> you get a free contraction with every box now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I
2: think. I think. Hmm.
1: No, you don't want one of those.
2: No, I'm just thinking there's a,
0: another one on its way.
1: Oh, okay
0: uh yeah okay yeah there's definitely another one so uh christopher's job is now to time
1: yeah this. i've got to time it
0: yep
1: time <laughs> it uh okay go
0: oh. the recording
2: yeah
0: oh they want to hear it no they don't, <laughs> don't need to
2: hear this <laughs>
3: like that's that pretty much
1: what time did your mum arrive
0: i think it was about midday ish
1: yeah it was it was a relief i think that there was somebody else Mm. here and our wonderful friend annie had really (laughs) helped during the morning she'd got you some more maternity pads hadn't she
0: yes this is one thing that i will say to you our hospital bag was packed with maternity pads.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I thought that the maternity pads would be used for after I'd given birth. So for all the nasty, gooey stuff that was going to happen afterwards. The
1: baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That, that bit. What I hadn't realised is that I was going to need these maternity pads for when my waters broke. So I didn't have enough. I'd pretty much used my whole stash of maternity pads before we'd even got to the hospital because my waters just kept going. I think everybody's different, but in my case, I just kept... It wasn't continuous gushing because I, I think that would have been a bit silly. But for for instance, whenever there was an intense contraction, that would push some stuff out. So when I was sat on the side of the bed, I had to be sat on a towel. Uh, and it, you know, it got to a point where I was like, I'm going to need more maternity pads so uh, <laughs> you called our friend Annie and uh, she we knew she'd be on her way to work at that time and uh, she quickly picked some up for us and dropped them in on the way to work. Uh, <laughs> it was quite funny because I was mid-contraction uh, and then I, I calmed out of one and I heard her voice out the front um, and at that point I think I'd not long gotten out of the bath so I had a towel wrapped around me uh, and i was i wasn't in a contraction so i went to the front window and i looked down and, and you and annie were in the in the front the front path talking uh so I, I i called down out of the window i went cooey and she was down there shouting back up at me, going, you can do this, you can do this. <laughs> and also
1: demonstrating some rather rapid hip movements.
0: <laughs> so she'd always said to me, as a, as a like a pain relief movement, um, when she had her labours and her contractions, that she did this bum wiggle thing that helped her ease the pain. So she was on our front garden path by the by out the bush leaning over demonstrating Gettle. demonstrating this bum wiggle she said try this try this um so i'm never gonna forget that sight from the front top bedroom window looking down uh and she was she was getting you to do it as well i wasn't was doing she? it with her yeah 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 um but I have to say, my most comfortable position was on the side of the bed, bolt upright. The 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 bum wiggle didn't do it for me. Sorry, Annie, but I love her for saving saving us with those maternity pads. So make sure you get loads of maternity pads stocked up if this is uh, if this is you listening and you're about to have a baby because I did not have enough.
1: <laughs> pad yourselves up, team.
0: Pad them up. Pad them up.
1: Pad up. Yep. Never mind. <laughs> When your mum got here, were you really happy?
0: I was relieved. And it sounds funny, but I didn't... Not that I didn't think I would be, but I always knew that I wanted you by my side and I knew that I wanted mum around, but there's this strong feeling that just washes over you when you you go into labour and you do just just want your mum to be around and uh, yeah it's that it's this it's this strong feeling of i need my mummy i suppose it's like when you fall over and 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 hurt yourself you know (laughs) (laughs) you always want your mum don't you
1: oh you knew it was gonna be worse than that as well
0: (laughs) but i think it was good for you like you said it it helped free you up from having to sit by my side and you could concentrate on doing the things that you needed we you knew we needed to do before we had to get to the hospital Um, so mum would come up and sit by my side but my auntie had actually driven her down as well Mm. so
1: all hands on deck
0: (laughs) it was all hands on deck and my auntie bless her she she came I think mum had come down to help you with something and my auntie came up to see me and and before she drove back up to Norwich she just you know she came and sat and uh, had a chat with me and it was it's quite distracting because she was just talking about you know normal things and it was the first time that she'd been to our house so we were actually just talking about the area and the (laughs) house you know it was it it was just everyday stuff so it was just taking taking my mind off of the contractions and I can remember her asking me oh you know how long between the contractions uh you know how long are they lasting now and I said oh do you know what you've taken my mind off it I've got absolutely no idea (laughs) plus You were my timekeeper and you'd gone downstairs and I hadn't realized that I needed to keep time. Uh, And do you know what? That is the most difficult part when you are in a contraction or just, you know, coming down from a contraction. You need to relax. So make sure you've got your partner there to be the timekeeper. That's Mm. what I would say, because it's so hard to keep track. You have no idea whether you're coming or going. So timekeeper. I was quite
1: happy that there was somebody else there (laughs) just so I could actually... Take a break. And I don't mean that in a nasty way. No. <laughs> it was really... Oh, dear. Sorry. It was really horrible seeing you start to be in a lot of pain. And mm. I don't... <laughs> why, I didn't... I didn't do very well with it, if I'm honest. It's 2.37. Um, <clears> she's upstairs with her mum. And they're getting much, much stronger now. She's not quite every two or three minutes yet. You know, like they say, you meant to have contractions of at least a minute and about three within a 10-minute period. And then that's when you say to the hospital, I'm coming in. She's not quite there yet, but she's very close. So we'll be heading over to the Queen Elizabeth in a short while. It's a lot more pain. It's not easy to watch her like this. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. God knows what she's going through. And that's the most important thing, that she's as comfortable as she can be, so I think it's time, maybe in about 20 minutes, give the hospital a call and see where we are. Keep you updated. So we did just that. We called the hospital. They checked how frequently your contractions were. It was very Mm -hmm. clear that you could no longer speak <laughs> through them as we've we've identified that that's the kind of oral test that they do over the yeah, phone. Yeah, they
0: want to speak to you as you're mm-hmm. having the contraction. I don't and... know why they
1: didn't want to speak to me. I've been
3: in that well, town.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you speak to them and yeah, you just keep talking through it and then you talk them through the contraction. You tell them when it's starting, when it's getting intense and then when it's come back down mm. again. And they're obviously at the other end of the phone timing it. And they just know, they just yeah. know what sounds ladies are making and what sounds they should be making and can't be making, you know, if they, they're ready and in that amount of pain.
1: So we established that it was time Yep. to get somewhat of a wriggle on.
0: Yes, um, it seemed to have all of a sudden just gone whoosh, shouldn't it? Like it just picked up pace so quickly.
1: It really did. And it was noticeable how mm. different, like audibly it was different. Really? Obviously I can't. I can only visually see what you are like in pain, but your noise was different. Oh, really?
0: Because I remember yeah. think I can remember thinking, oh, both of you, mum and you, you were all of a sudden you were like, oh my gosh, I really think we need to get her across there quickly. That we we need to get we need to go. I, we really need to go. Oh, and I'm thinking, yeah, what's what's different? Well, yeah. you know, obviously I can feel it, but to me, it was just a gradual build up. So. In my head, I was just getting no. on with it, but you guys were, you know, let's get let's get a wriggle on.
1: I wouldn't imagine that you would pay much attention to what was going on about you, but
3: <laughs> I it, remember it that
1: was, it was a definite. Oh, we, we need to go now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your mum drove us up. Yep. Dropped us off at the hospital <laughs> and went to park. Yep. Um, we went back up the same. Same person that we'd seen
0: mm.
1: the night before was, was, was there. And, um, we, 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 oh, we got you straight into the room. Yeah. There were about three or four other people waiting. I don't know if you knew that there were, there were a few people waiting, I think just to be checked in and, and you came in and we, we had to wheelchair you in because you couldn't walk in because they were that strong. And... Yeah,
0: that's it. You had to get me out of the car and, in, and into that wheelchair. Yeah. I, mem- I remember that. and I remember going up in the lift. I feel like people, everyone was looking. Yeah. It was quite dramatic.
1: <laughs> it was quite dramatic, but at the same time, nothing much was happening. It was an mm. odd experience. Mm. But we, we took you up, we took you into the birth centre, uh, straight into a room to be examined. The lovely martyr. Yeah. Um. And you were already four centimeters dilated.
0: Mm, which, yes.
1: Oh, by the way, we'd forgotten to take the birth notes. For I this. was
0: just about to say that. So Mum dropped us off and had to come had back come home back and get home. The notes of all the things. But that was it because things had picked up pace so quickly.
1: We just forgot none it. None of
0: us remembered to pick them up. We, they were right we, by the door. We'd
1: got them ready, but we hadn't actually <laughs> taken them. And they and they looked at us like, "You're thick. You're absolutely thick. What's wrong with you?" And, oh. But you, you just instantly forget. So, if if just get yeah, just pack mm. them with you, pack them in your bag. Don't well, have them loose. <laughs> I
0: had them packed in the hospital bag, but yeah. because we had been at the birth center with the notes that day, I'd forgotten to put, yeah, them, put back them back in. in.
1: Because we did. Well, we didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they checked you out.
0: Mm-hmm. You were
1: already four centimeters dilated, and I yep. think they were quite impressed that you'd got that far and hadn't gone in yet.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, they so were happy with, we, with
1: us. We moved straight into the birth centre, into our yeah. room, which was the purple room. I
0: got to pick the colour because there was nobody else there was in nobody there. And they said, what colour would you like? Purple or pink or blue or green? And I was like, oh, purple, definitely.
1: Definitely perps. <laughs> so, yeah, like we said, the room it has got, it's got a large double bed, mm-hmm. um, a large birth pool. I have a, a photo of one of the rooms. I don't think it was the room that we were in, but I have a, a photo of, of it somewhere. So I'll try and put that on our instagram oh, i
0: think it is the one we were in i think it's the purple no, it walls. had a chair in
1: it i had oh, a chair in it i was okay. didn't have a chair in it oh all right so we pretty much got you changed within the first five to ten minutes and mm. and got you in the pool yeah um
0: because the examination took quite a while because every time a contraction yeah. came we had to stop the examination and i had to get back into my go-to pain relief position on the side of the bed hunched over so by the time we got into the room It felt like it was all systems go, you know. I know we'd just been told four centimetres, but things were just so intense
1: and Mm. happening
0: so quickly.
1: Remind people that um, may be listening that don't know what dilated means.
0: Uh, So um, your cervix, um, it dilates. uh,
1: Widens.
0: It it widens. uh, So it gets gets bigger to help people get the baby out so um when you're four centimeters that's when you're you know they're they're interested in having you in and they know that you are you know you're well on your way any point before that it's you know it's too small to kind of consider that things are going to happen at any time soon uh when you reach 10 centimeters that's when it's time to start pushing 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 baby out so
1: you're 40 percent of the way ready to push Mm. that's that's a really good way of thinking it yeah 40% Forty percent of the way ready to push um which was quite impressive, so yeah, got you in the pool, and that I think that instant it was visually evident that you instantly were comfortable <laughs> well, or more slightly more comfortable whats the word comfortable
0: well yeah. but the
1: contraction started to really ramp up well before you started to be introduced <laughs> to your new favorite my friends, new best friend Gary gass. And Anthony <laughs>
0: gas and air, gas <laughs> air. Before we got in the pool, they gave me that. And I can remember taking big breaths in and inhaling that and breathing back out and just, oh, this wave of relief washed over me. And it just made me think, oh, I can do this. There is some relief from this pain. And then all of a sudden, I just absolutely howled with laughter. And it was the best feeling in the world at the time. I think it's, yeah, it, it, it felt amazing um and then and then once I'd sort of had a bit of calm from and pain relief from that then we got into the pool and I will remember getting my bikini top on and just thinking well no point putting my bikini bottoms on because hopefully I'm going to be pushing a baby out of there anytime soon and they're just going to get in the way Which makes me laugh because there is no situation where I would ever think it's just okay to sit in a pool with my bikini top on and no bottoms. But this is the one. This is the one where you just don't care anymore. Don't care at all.
1: Quite surprised you were also in the lobby of the entire hospital in your bikini top with no bottoms Yay! on. But, you know, whatever floats <laughs> you up.
0: You know when I said, uh, I can't remember what episode it was, I said I had a plan about my... Um, uh, upkeep and hair removal. <laughs> it did not go to plan. I'm yeah. sorry. It's so. I'm, and I am a bit embarrassed about it, but I think they've seen worse. I had planned and I'd bought my hair removal cream and I'd planned that when I was having contractions at home, I would spend that time in between contractions removing hair so I was nice and tidy and trim for hospital. It didn't work that way. I don't know why my brain thought hair removal cream was going to be the answer instead of shaving because... I still had the bump in the way. I couldn't get to it and I was in pain. So it just didn't happen. Not only did I not have tidy areas that I wanted to have, legs. I didn't have my painted toenails either. And I, in my head, I was like, well, this isn't God to plan. I don't, I don't feel pretty. I knew I wasn't going to look pretty, but I wanted to feel pretty. But at that point, I was in too much pain and really couldn't give a damn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how
1: was the relief from the water being around your areas
0: from what i can remember it was nice that initial feeling of getting in maybe it's more psychological because you think it's going to but the minute you, that water does hit around there it is really it is really nice but once you're sat in for you know longer than five minutes um, the contractions and the pain do tend to take over but it is a really nice Feeling an atmosphere, and it's probably the most calming thing that you can do whilst you are going through that. Uh, they even came around and put, you know, the little little candles by the side of the pool, didn't they? <laughs>
1: I mean, they weren't candles; they were those LED candles. <laughs> yeah, they
0: flickered. They flickered. they flickered. It's meant to be calming. It worked. I was really. I went, "Oh, look, candles!" In my state of utter hysteria. <laughs>
1: mm. But you. By this point, me and your mum were a bit, I wouldn't say the word stressed, but we didn't, we couldn't really mm. do anything. We couldn't really do anything because it's all about you now. It was horrible. It was horrible to watch you in pain. And we both had to go and, and leave the room a few times mm. during it. Um Also, we were trying to keep your gas and air consumption <laughs> Correct. And down to a minimum, as were the midwives. Yeah. Because very, very quickly it became very evident that you weren't stopping breathing it. Nope. It's So you should breathe it in at the bottom of the arc of a contraction. Mm-hmm. So it takes about 20 seconds to get in your system and help you out at the top of the pain. Yep. And then... You breathe it out as it goes out. It's a very instant pain yeah. relief and it's a very instant removal from yeah. your system pain relief as and well. And I
0: had done that at the beginning and it was working and Our, I'd, I'd got the rhythm going. About
1: an hour in, it was absolutely forgotten about.
0: It was it was chaos. And the reason being, it felt like the pain was was not coming and going anymore. It just felt so consistent and it, and it wasn't giving me enough time to, in my head, it wasn't giving me enough time to breathe in and out and do that whole, you know, arc of the contraction. It just felt consistent. So for me, all I could do was just consistently breathe it in. And apparently you're not meant to do that.
1: No, not apparently. You'd been told before you weren't meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was worrying seeing your eyes roll back in your head. Oh, dear. Looking around to me and your mum and go, Oh, you're here. <laughs> and you're here. <laughs> So much so that at a certain point, a senior midwife had to come in and go, right, Jessica, you have to put this down. You have- you'd you been in the pool for about two and a half hours at this point. <sighs> um, you have to put this down. You have to. And they unplugged it from the wall. <laughs> and then you looked at her and went, I remember you. And I said, yeah, but you- she's literally not left the room, Jess. You haven't remembered her. You've just seen it. But time was a weird thing for it you, clearly. You didn't have any concept nothing. of how long you'd been in there. About an- about mm. half an hour, an hour in, you said, how long have I been in here? I said, not very long at all. She went, I feel like I've been in here ages, but you hadn't. Mm -hmm. All in all, you were in that pool for about three hours maximum.
0: Yeah, Absolutely
1: maximum three hours. Yeah,
0: that gas and air, obviously, the effect that it had on me, obviously by overdosing on it, I had no concept of time whatsoever. And the thing that was probably killing it as well was they have a clock up on the wall, and I would glance over at the clock, and I can remember it being about... Twenty-five past seven, and I can remember looking away and being in pain, and then sort of blacking out as, as it were, but still being in that ridiculous amount of pain. Even though I was still breathing the gas and air, and I wasn't meant to be breathing it as much as I was, um, and and then I'd look back at the clock again, and it, a minute had passed but to me it felt like an hour i honestly thought i had been in that pool for about 9 hours i i had no concept of time <laughs> Not that's, a that's why in my head when i looked around and you know you you were there and then mum was there because you guys, I know you guys had, I had a little awareness, a a very little awareness of what was going on around me. But like you said, I know that at one point or another, you both kind of went out of the room and came back again, you know, toilet breaks or, you know, just to get some air or to have a break from seeing me in that horrible, horrible pain. But to me, you were out of the room for a couple of hours
1: no, I was like 3. No, well, I know
0: you weren't. I know and I absolutely know you wouldn't have done that. But at the time, that was that was how it felt. I was like, "Oh, you're back. Oh, <laughs> you're here. You're here." And that was that was how my head was going and it was it was nuts.
1: Do you know what I was doing when I was at the room? <laughs> I not, was
0: not really. I was
1: dealing with our landlord needing to come in
0: oh. to the house when we
1: weren't there and I didn't want the cats to escape, so I was anxious about that. Yep. I was also still trying to assist uh, covering a gig for mm-hmm. the next day that I was not, uh, well, yeah, that I had to pull out of. Oh, Robin's awake. Ooh. Um, so I had all this going on. I was being made to try to sort out. Still, I'm like, just need, come on, guys, I just need to be with my wife who's screaming in pain. But yeah, that was it. They they eventually you would got to a point, and you were clearly in so much pain. You said, oh, I need to push, I need to push. And they said, well, we need you to,
3: mm.
1: uh, this was about half seven now. So you'd been in the pool for about three and a bit hours maximum. Right. And you, they said, well, we need to check you out. This is to get to the magic number 10. Mm-hmm. They didn't seem like you were there because it didn't mm-hmm. feel like you were anywhere near. Mm. But you were starting to say, I need to push. Mm-hmm. And they said, OK, well, we need to to say, and this is the key thing, to safely let you start to push, they have to be sure you are 10 centimetres dilated. Yes. Your cervix is as wide as it can be yep. to help that baby come out properly so that you don't push prematurely mm-hmm. and the baby gets squished and damaged and injured.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I don't know if you remember any of this, but you said that you needed to push and they said, well, we need you to empty your bladder so that we can... Assess you properly so that if you do need to push you can do it straight away yeah to get the three meters from the pool Mm. to the toilet took nearly 20 minutes because (sighs) they were coming so fast and then you just couldn't move because like you said every time you had a contraction you had to be in a really safe position but you couldn't walk because the contractions were painful so it was that was really horrible for me and mum to be around and not not to be Mm. all woe is me but it We're useless at this point, and it was horrible to watch. You know what? I really
0: hate that I wasn't able to be as focused as I wanted to be to to not have you guys see me go through that. I really wanted to be to be cool and calm for you, so that you didn't have to see me like that. But I tell you what, that you have it just doesn't happen like that. You just you everything goes out the window it's just pain like you've, you've never felt before and you can't yeah. control how you react to it
1: I think that was another part of the thing for me is that I have absolutely no idea what you're going through I can't mm. kind of equate the pain for me for you like what I could see so it was a really odd experience of I had to just let things happen it was completely out of my control and I couldn't help Al- although a slight uh, point me and mum nearly lost fingers I cannot <laughs> believe where your physical strength came from. I don't mean pushing out your baby.
0: No, 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 no.
1: I mean, your hands. Yeah. I cannot... Me and your mum genuinely had blue hands. That's mm-hmm. not, Um, you know, crazy words to kind of go OTT. My hands were literally blue. You... I've never, ever been in so much pain from you physically gripping me before. It was insane jess
0: i bet anyway (laughs) i i do remember it though i remember you both being either side of me and i was in that pool and you both had well i held your hands i mean i squeezed your hands but i won't ever forget that and i had i had both of you either side and i think that even though i was completely out of it knowing you were both there it was it just meant everything and i knew that i was safe because the you know the people that i loved most Right next to me. What could you know? What could go wrong if 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 you know those people that are so dear are holding your hand?
1: Yeah. Anyway, they got you to the toilet eventually. <laughs> is where I was going. Sorry. <laughs> they got you to the toilet, and you sat on the toilet, mm-hmm. and you couldn't wee because you said, "If I need, if I need to wee, I need, I have to push." Yeah. And they said, "We can't look at you and and check. It's safe to push and until you've weed So. I don't know, I, 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 I must know have disappeared how. out of the room because by the time I, I remember the next moment, mm-hmm. you were, they, they had you on the bed and they managed to look at you and they said, oh, you're 10 mm-hmm. centimetres. You clearly have been for a while. Time to push. And they said the phrase that I clocked and it was our incredible, at the time, student midwife, mm-hmm. um, Izzy. She said, you have to get ready because the baby is... About to be here. And I... Both of us kind of went... Oh. Okay. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay.
1: And for a little while... You started to push on your back.
0: I don't remember this at all. I don't remember trying to push on my back in the slightest.
1: But it was only about 10-15 minutes that they had you on your back. Hmm. I think... They got a massive kind of big ball out didn't they The big old inflatable was it beanbag or a ball or was it beanbag it yeah, was a bean massive bag. Bean bag sorry and then they you kind of we'd already knew that on all fours or at least kind of upright on all fours was mm. their preferred angle i suppose of, of yeah. you giving birth position um but yeah after about 15 minutes of pushing they could see that you were doing really well and they kind of flipped you over onto your knees and got you to kind of lean into this beanbag, but didn't want you to put your physical strength into the beanbag. They wanted you to kind of rest on it and then channel your energy down through your your hoo
0: Yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I can remember the pushing on all fours. I can remember that. Again, the time concept, not not a clue. It could have been for five minutes. It could have been for five hours um but you said i was pushing for about 70 minutes uh was that yeah. that's right isn't it that,
1: i mean that's from start to finish yeah
0: yeah i can remember the beanbag i can remember i can remember pushing try yeah i can remember them saying focus the energy down but it was really hard not to focus it because i was face planting the beanbag i had my face in it and i can remember i was biting that beanbag at one point <laughs> um i can remember Mum was on my left side, and you were on my right side. And you were, you were, you had a flannel, had a cold flannel, and you were wiping my face because uh, I have never ever sweated so much in my entire life. And I can remember, I will never forget that feeling of having my face in this beanbag with sweat, not just dripping but pouring off of me.
1: You must have been really dehydrated by the end of it. Oh because- my god. It was, it was mad.
0: Yeah, I can remember you wiping this, wiping that away. It's all I could do. It was my only job. You were there like saying, saying words, saying, saying words. And I was pushing and pushing. And I can remember, I can remember Izzy's voice. And I can remember them telling me what to do. And I can remember the focus that they were trying, you know. And they were, you know, very clear in saying, you know, you need to push like you're having a poo you are, you know, you need to push down and out through your bottom. And I can remember thinking it got to a point where I was using so much energy in the contractions and the pushing, I didn't feel like I had enough air to breathe and push through the contraction. There was one point in my head, I just thought, I'm never going to be able to do it. I haven't got the strength anymore. I'm too, I'm too tired. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. By this point, I didn't have any pain relief I either. I think I'd been so, like, um, hyped up on the gas and oh, air, yeah. I didn't need any more. But You didn't diff- have
1: pain relief pretty much from when they got you onto your mm. knees, which was a good 45 minutes.
0: It's a different pain, though. I'm glad I didn't try to have anything else because if I'd have numbed anything, and this is why I didn't want an epidural, I think the whole pushing process would have just been prolonged it's a different pain yeah you've got the contractions going but you, the contractions are the least of your worries when there's a baby right down there coming out that's the that's what you're focusing on uh, and yeah i didn't need it i wanted there was this instinct that i wanted to feel everything that was going on so that i could push push out and push at the right time that you know that the midwives were fantastic they they you know they would tell you when to do it but ultimately i had to feel that contraction and wait for the right point and then push and there was a point towards the end when they were like it's it's down to you now you have to feel the contraction and push at the right point and then obviously once i'd started they knew i'd started and they were there going right you've just got to really push through um and yeah i i i won't forget that bit in a hurry i that that was that was insane that that part pushing
1: And then you started to pay attention to them when they said to you, you need to pay attention now. And that's Mm. the moment that they basically said, you need to not tear.
0: This is the bit in all the classes and the lead up that they say, if you if you don't listen to us any other time, just listen in to, you know, when we say now's the time to listen. So I did, because at this point I was in and out you know focusing on the pushing sort of I feel like there was a bit a few blackouty moments where I think my brain got your brain goes to sleep when you're not mid-contraction even though you've got a baby halfway out of you this point they say listen and then so it must be where the baby is I think is like half out so you've gone through well yeah you're at the ring of fire stage oh boy that is definitely a thing um (laughs) Uh, so you're at that stage, and this is where you could do the damage. Um, so they say, listen, and now is the time to pant. So instead of just pushing, you have to do the movement and uh, um, breathing, um, and that's that's what you do. And that's the that's like the final the final hurdle is that change in how you push out and the breathing technique that you use. And I can I can definitely remember that bit. Uh, and I do remember I do remember that final stage. I, I can remember the feeling of, of his head being the the feeling of having a baby's head out of you, but the body's still in.
1: You were cat dogging it.
0: Oh my goodness. Wow.
1: At this point, I checked my phone to see what time it was and genuinely accidentally started recording. I managed to catch the last moment or two of pushing up to when the baby was born. I can hear them telling you just to wait for the contraction and you breathing. And I can remember you covered in sweat and then just starting pushing again. It wasn't fun. And I just whispered in your ear, just listen to me and focus on me. And it was hard to know what to do, if I'm honest. <laughs> but you were incredible. Okay. At this point the baby was headswards out of you and the baby was almost out of you. And one big push and the baby would be here. Because you. Okay. we had the radio on as well it was magic on I think it was
0: I wouldn't have a clue no yeah, you can hear it now
3: <laughs>
1: can you remember me saying anything to you at this point not at all I was saying how good you're doing how much I love you <laughs> They told you to push your bum out like a twerk, and not 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 like crunch it, but back. And and mm-hmm. and I could see you trying to do that, and I could see that as soon as you were doing that, it was it was going to happen.
3: Mm.
1: But you were so exhausted by this point, mm. and they said one more, and we knew it was nearly there. Just like that. There's a baby.
3: Congratulations. <laughs> Hello, <Baba. laughs> <You know. laughs> Hello. a baby? Yeah.
1: Me and your mum were in tears at this point. <laughs> you asked, is he all right? Mm. Because he hadn't made any noise, had he?
0: No, I hadn't heard that cry. I think I'd heard a few little snuffles and things, but it, it felt like there was stuff going on behind me. I was still on my all fours and I was too scared to turn myself around if I'm honest because I didn't know what I was gonna see. That's come on.
3: Yes. It's a little boy. It's a boy.
1: So at this point they decided to to cut the cord and to clamp it which is what was the first thing that had kind of gone against our um plan hadn't it really mm. and there was a good there was a good few minutes still after that moment that he didn't make any noise they transferred him over to the resuscitaire the kind of baby shelf that comes out of the wall with the heat lamp and the get the oxygen and they tried to help him breathe a little bit more because he wasn't breathing properly. Mm. And it was a good few minutes after that moment still that he didn't make any noise. He's making noise now.
0: Oh, there he is. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, I don't know if you knew a huge amount about this because they kept focusing on you because obviously the placenta was still inside you and yeah. there was a cords and wires dangling out of you. Yeah. So yeah. it was, I don't know how much you paid attention to this, but it was quite scary
0: i was i wasn't really I wasn't really in the room at this point because i didn't i don't know i knew to and knew to blanket out I think I was still on all fours with my back to everything that was going on hadn't seen him the only it feels it's a really weird thing to say, but obviously the relief came when the baby came out, but I knew that the baby was out of me when I heard you cry. I heard you cry and I knew the baby was here. Um, And then I stayed on all fours because I was too scared to turn around because I hadn't heard the cry and I could hear, I, I couldn't hear, it wasn't like there was a panic and I had heard a few little noises. It, it wasn't real. Was there a baby? That, that, my head wasn't, I don't know where my head was, but it was, it was weird. It's
1: funny to think that you had your back to this the whole yeah. time. Yeah, I did. All of this action. And because you were, I don't know whether it's because you were the only person on the ward, but pretty much every midwife wow. was on duty or uh, who was on duty had, had come to you, including Izzy, who'd stayed two hours after her shift had finished.
0: Well, bless her.
1: Because she, didn't want to not be part of it.
0: Mm, I can remember her that. Also, it saying counts that. against her stats. So <laughs> she's not
1: doing all the work not to get yeah, a tick in the book. Yeah, I can box.
0: remember her saying, I'm meant to be clocking off now, but I am not leaving until I see this baby born, mm. which was lovely.
1: But you had... Everyone literally had your back. Yeah. And baby was taken over. And then about five... It was about five minutes after they did that. He came over and he was... Grumbling a little bit more, and they told you to get your top off quickly. The only part of clothing you had on, get your top off quickly. <laughs> and they tried to get him close to you because you would warm him up a little bit more and get him back to your body temperature. Mm. And, and by this point, he was not like screaming, crying, but he was at least making a little bit of noise. Yeah. And then after a few minutes, they gave you the injection to get your placenta out.
0: Oh, yeah. And that, that was, was the first
1: time that you went, ow. <laughs>
0: yeah I saw them coming at me with a needle and I was like whoa what are you doing (laughs) after all that uh ridiculous oh when I was on my knees as well something ridiculous I've got bad knees so when I was pushing I I remember the pain of having this baby but I remember the pain of of my knees and I'm going I don't think I can do this anymore my knees can't take it and then afterwards I I wince at an injection I've just had a baby there's no logic there to that pain <laughs> to the to the pain chart, is there? Not at all. No, not in not, the not at all, but you know <laughs> that's, that's just a silly thing that, that I'll remember. But yeah, I can remember him being put on my put on my chest for the first time. And I do remember thinking he did look a little little um he's blue, a little bit
1: He was uh, very, very grey and very blue.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that was scary, but we you know, mm. he's just been pushed out. He did have a bit of a cone head, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he did. it did.
1: Much more than I anticipated.
0: Yeah, we, I did look at him and think, oh, okay.
1: But I did manage <laughs> to um, record his first cry. <sighs> and I think as soon as we heard that first proper cry, when he mm. was on your chest, That's when it started for me, at least, to really hit home that it's happened. I Mm. could see this thing, and it it was inside you five minutes before. (sighs) It was mad, and everyone was crying, and then (laughs) you were dripping and pouring with blood, and it was it was a lot. Mm. It was a lot,
0: and the placenta as well that had come out, hadn't it?
1: Just a moment for the placenta. So, like you said, (laughs) this was the only thing that was slightly different. We wanted to uh, leave the placenta attached as long as possible so that the baby could get as many nutrients out of it as possible. Mm-hmm. This wasn't uh, possible because, like you heard, he was not breathing. So they, they cut and clamped the cord, uh, detaching the placenta from him early, which makes him cry, usually. But I'd never seen a placenta, and I, mm. and they had it. It's just in a bowl. Yeah. So I went over and had a look. It was blue, guys. It was blue. Oh. And the cord, the umbilical cord is white. It was like purple and blue like stripes. <laughs> it was like Adidas tracksuit. It was lovely. It but it was amazing. And it was like this big giant kidney shaped blue and purple thing and How big was it? Honestly, it was about the size of a dinner plate. Wow. It was huge.
0: Because I only saw it from a distance, and I I can remember sort of giggling because you were like, cool, let's have a look at that."
3: <laughs>
1: I, I just I was more concerned about your health, obviously, than than this thing. But it was insane. You mm. not only do grow a baby, you grew your body grew an entire new organ yeah. inside. Like it it is as important, if not more important than. Your Lungs, yeah, it was great. It was about the size of a lung, like if for wow. reference point, your lungs are obviously quite big. If you know what the size of a lung is, it was about that. Wow, it was madness, and it was the fact that you gave birth to that oh. as well as a baby. These two things have been inside yeah. you coexisting for months and months and months and blew my mind. Yeah, I'll absolutely tell you what. blew my mind.
0: The relief, obviously, the relief when the baby comes out is is enormous. But when the placenta is delivered, that's when you just get this full sense of relief wash over you. It's like, ah, oh, ah, all the pressure is gone. It's, oh it's incredible.
1: And it was kind of over. Hmm. So what happened?
3: We had a baby. You had a baby. Oh, we've got a baby. A baby boy. A baby boy. Baby boy.
1: Seven pounds, two ounces Mm -hmm. at three minutes past nine
3: Mm
1: -hmm. on Friday the 7th of June. How are you feeling? A little bit tired. A little bit tired? Yeah, just a little bit. You're a lot quieter than you were when it was happening.
3: My throat hurts so much. (laughs) You,
1: you were incredible. I've never known that you had that much physical strength in you. I nearly lost a finger. <laughs> you proud?
3: I'm not sure right now. I'm just I'm currently got baby BW. That,
1: nuzzling that on your boob.
3: Nuzzling on my boob. Oh, I can hear.
1: He's a lot oh, he's beautiful, he's got a lot of hair.
3: Yeah, he's got a lot of hair.
1: Beautiful ears.
3: He's got daddy's eyes. <laughs> is he? He's he got his daddy's oh. eyes. Oh and and eyelashes. He's little got the
1: eye most eyelashes. beautiful eyelashes. He's wonderful uh, and he's ours. Yeah,
3: he is. We made him.
1: We made him. You cooked him?
3: I cooked him, but we made him. Well done, Jess. Well done. I love you. Love you. I love you, baby.
1: Bw. <sighs> Bye. What did you just say to him?
3: I think I might have said a word I shouldn't have said. How the fuck you inside me. <laughs> and how? How? How are you? How are you on the outside of me? And you were on the inside of me. It's crazy, isn't it? Honestly... He
1: came out of you.
3: You must have been squished up in there, mate. Because you're bigger than I thought.
1: It doesn't... It doesn't look like that was inside. No. You put that on your tummy now, and you look way bigger than you were... three hours ago. It's mad.
3: How were you squished up? No wonder I was feeling so much.
1: Hmm. Of you. Every time you had the hiccups. Yeah.
3: Although, I... And all the water I had inside me that wouldn't stop. Where did that come from? Hmm. You were a compact little baby in there, weren't you?
1: What do we do now? Do we keep him?
3: I think that's the idea.
1: Oh, okay. So after this, they started testing things from him, didn't they? hmm And they took him away for a little bit.
0: He did. He went away for about an hour, I think, with the... Was it the paediatrician?
1: Yeah, the paediatrician came and they were a bit worried about his blood sugars. Mm. Uh, the initial reading was printed on, like, a receipt. A big, long receipt of things like the weight and everything. And the, the two blood sugar readings that they took weren't correct no uh, also his limbs were quite cold so they were a bit worried about his circulation and blood sugar so they took him away and, and, and he was gone for a little while um, I was just walking around calling my mum I think mm. and you were having uh, what I think you've coined as the best shower you've ever had
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I went to I went into the shower Uh yeah, I mean, you just—I mean—having sweated the amount that I sweated, and then everything—all the stuff
1: on you as well.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, the stuff that comes there out of so you afterwards. So much
1: blood. There was so much blood. It does
0: look like something from a horror film. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, he's beautiful. Oh, you no, mean not that.
0: him? Oh, the, the blood that just comes out of you afterwards. I know you said to me recently that you weren't quite prepared to see all of that, but. I didn't really care. I mean, I, no, it was I, just I'm not yeah. It was just uh, sort of trickling out of me on the way to the shower and in the shower, and then you
1: could certainly tell where you'd been.
0: Yeah, and was, they... you were slugging it somewhere. <laughs> <I don't
3: know. laughs>
0: and they have to put a big, giant kind of sheet on the bed, so you just sit and sheet the little... sheet sheet. Yes, let's just make that clear. Sheet, uh, so <laughs> so it catches everything. You didn't do it.
1: Uh, no, never mind. <laughs> no mind. <laughs> no,
0: well, tiniest bit. Tiny bit, uh, tiny bit. Tiny bit happened. Tiny little bit. Yeah.
1: But yeah, he was gone for a little while, and yeah, I know that we gave each other a massive hug, mm-hmm. which was lovely to be able to put my arms around you again for the first time mm. in nine months, properly.
0: And although they had whisked him away and they, they were slight concerns, they had reassured us that it was all it was more all or less routine. Uh, but so they were, were concerned about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But overall, that we were reassured we weren't sitting there in a major panic were we at that point we you know we knew he was there I think he'd had his I think he'd at that point he'd had his first feed or during this time the midwife had helped me she'd milked you basically hadn't she yeah
1: not big breast pumpy milk milk but Mm. They couldn't get him to latch on to you, could they?
0: No, he and wasn't. And it just wasn't. Ball. It
1: just wasn't happening, which is fine. For some people, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Breastfeeding, like we've said, is not something that you had planned on doing. But they they managed to try and get a syringe of mm-hmm. colostrum out, which is that super like gold top booby yep. milk.
0: And that's the stuff that I wanted to make sure he got. Yeah. the good stuff. Uh, and also I did want to try the breastfeeding and see if it, he latched on straight away, but he didn't. So it was so fine.
1: fine. So they managed to get a f- about three mils of colostrum out. I think it was it was a, a, a tiny syringe, but it was quite full. So it wasn't much. And then he managed to give him some of that. And then we had some kind of pre-made bottles that we mm-hmm. bought and th- that were for newborns. And it started to come quite late in the night and he came back to us. So I tried to let you go to sleep at this point but we didn't know how to wrap him up did we? We actually had to go and get the midwives to help us swaddle him because we hadn't learned to do it yet.
0: No, not, not a clue. How do you swaddle yeah. a baby?
1: But it was the early hours of the morning physically you decided to try and stop and I think I would got you to drink some juice we actually used something from the hospital bag yay! Um, because we didn't use anything
0: I didn't eat or drink no. half as much That's as I should have right. throughout the, the whole of that.
1: They brought you a sandwich, a cake, uh, a few bits of juice and stuff, and crisps. Mm. You had none of it. You had none of the snacks that we prepared. Nothing. You had a, a bottle of LucasAid or two, and that was it. Yeah, It was insane I how little you ate.
0: I couldn't do it. I just wasn't... It, it was too intense. I wasn't in the mm. mood to eat, for, quite frankly.
1: But at this point, I tried to let you go to sleep, and after a short while... You both managed to fall asleep it's three. Pretty much every hour and a half or so, Mm. they had to keep coming in and checking his blood sugars. Now, if anyone listening is is diabetic or uh, has ever seen somebody they know who's diabetic testing their bloods, it's exactly the same thing. Mm. Um, But instead of doing it in the belly or anything like that, they actually go to one of his heels Mm. and pinprick his heel to get a lovely bit of blood kind of bubbling out. And pop it exactly on the same thing, but obviously the readings are lower, and it had to be at a certain level, and the first five or six hours he was nowhere near it because he wasn't eating very well. They were worried about him, so obviously we were staying in that night because it was four o'clock in the morning, but they said no we'll 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 keep you in, and you'll be in for most of tomorrow as well, But every hour and a half they kept coming in and doing it, so it was disturbing him, and they were very kind and tried to let you sleep for a little bit as well. Your mum had yeah. gone home by this point to make sure that one of us of the three of us had actually got some sleep, yeah, um, but that was a bit not unnerving, but we knew they were doing it to to look after him, mm. but we didn't necessarily understand why, because yeah. in the delirium of you giving oh, birth, no. everything was going in one ear and out the other.
0: I can remember sort of stirring in the in the middle of the night and waking up, and you and one of the midwives having having like a quiet chat and she had him and she was feeding him uh, on her lap and I can remember sort of waking up in the middle of that and then going back to sleep and I know that's not the not usually what happens I think it's usually the you know the mum feeds and there's not so much concern if the baby hasn't fed straight away but like you said the the blood sugars were low so they were they were very quick to try and get everything going and as well with him he wasn't keeping the feeds down either so the i remember that particular feed that the midwife did she left the room and it was all happy that he'd kept it down but then about half an hour later he'd uh, you you'd spotted that he'd sicked it all down him whilst he was uh, asleep in the cot hadn't you mm. um so it it was starting to play out that we were going to be there for a little bit longer than perhaps the normal.
1: So at about seven o'clock on Saturday morning, they came in and they, they said that they were going to move us into our own little room. We were already Mm -hmm. in our own room, but just in case there was an influx of people coming into the birth center who needed the pool room, we would just (laughs) like a hotel, Mm -hmm. um, We were going to go into just a little bit more of a private room. Smaller room, just a bed, an armchair and a bathroom. Yeah. But no pool and stuff.
0: Well, we were lucky that we didn't have to move straight away. Oh,
1: some people get moved, like, within the hour, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we went over and it was pretty much this time that we named him. Because we hadn't named him until this point. He had no name. He was just Baby B.W. And on his little um, uh, birth tag... It literally says Baby BW as well, doesn't Mm. it? It's very cute. The
0: night before, we were talking about it and we were looking at him, but we couldn't decide. Even though the name he has ended up with was the name that we had been, you know, talking about and had been the top of our list uh, from, from, you know, a lot of of time during the pregnancy. But we had said, we're going to wait until we meet him to make sure that he suits his name and at the time during the during the night when we you know when we first met him in those first few hours we weren't sure that he suited his yeah, name yeah no we
1: we we really weren't uh, and every time they come in has he got a name yet no not yet
0: and do you know what we were talking about it and I couldn't focus my head on on it at, at that time I was so tired and I just thought no I'm gonna leave no I can't I can't quite think straight right now I could end up naming him something. Something ridiculous, like, I don't know. For Dol- 20
1: minutes, he was Baby Spanner. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. I don't know. I could have called him, you know, Dolores. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> he could that's have been, a good name. No, he could have ended up with any name at that point in time and I would have been like, yeah, that's great. I Go still, to sleep now.
1: I still think we knew deep in our hearts that if he was a boy, it was Robin.
0: Yeah, it was Robin.
1: But we went to our new room and we sat down and we managed to give him a feed.
2: Didn't notice how much we'd started with on that one. What are we doing? We are having some milk. <laughs> We're having a feed. Oh, enjoying that, Mister.
3: Yeah.
1: So it's now eight twenty-one on Saturday. Hmm. <laughs> Little baby BW. He's doing really well.
2: Yeah. Clever boy. A
1: clever boy.
3: <laughs> Isn't that right?
1: And he's got a hat on which makes him look like a little chick. <laughs> and he's very cute. Aren't you? Yes, yes, yes.
2: Could you... Get a ready. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's not kept his milk down very much for the last 12 and a half hours, so it's time to go. mop it up quick. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: Oh, no. Where are they? There's one just on the bed there. Oh, there's a Winnie one here. Yeah. I that one. Only because I felt like he was really going for it there. I don't want him to go too hard, too fast, too soon. <laughs> No, no, I was just going to try and save the bib to be honest because this is already really dirty and I wasn't sure if he was about to go everywhere with it. Good boy. There we go, mate. Should we we go some more? There we go. Want some more, sweetheart?
3: Maybe. Turn it around. No, it's alright, right. There we go.
1: Oh, no. he's so perfect, isn't he? <laughs> oh, oh,
2: asleep? Yeah, he's done. Oh, I have no idea how much he's had. I don't think he's had a lot. But I don't think it matters.
1: Robin. I love you, Robin. How are you feeling, Jess?
2: Um, exhausted. Emotional. Yeah.
1: You're proud of yourself? You really should
2: be. I <laughs> um, still can't believe it all, to be honest.
1: <laughs> I can't believe that. That came out of you.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm struggling to get my head around the fact that, um, well, 24 hours ago, Uh, 23 hours ago,
1: 23
2: hours ago, this one. Hang on, that's wrong. Uh,
1: (laughs) 24 hours ago, you were screaming.
2: I was screaming, and this one was still inside me, Mm -hmm. and now he's outside (laughs) me,
1: cuddling and kissing and loving you.
2: Yeah. It's it it it's it's weird. It's it's weird. You were you were in there, and now you're not. And it's weird. I kind of miss you being in there, but now you're here and you're. I can see you. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I'm at like the point of crying again.
3: <laughs> but you know how
1: amazing you've been, don't you? Like I said before. <laughs> I I had no doubt in my mind that you were the most amazing woman ever. And then to watch you do that yesterday, because I did watch, because I didn't have to do anything, really, did I? (laughs) It's just the most incredible thing. I'm so proud of you.
3: Oh, yeah,
2: you're going to make me cry all over again. (laughs) Oh, it did not take much at the moment. I
1: sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. Yeah,
2: it's been pretty emotional 24 hours, is not (laughs) it?
1: When you have all the love <clears throat> for someone you don't think there can be any more, mm. and then you make a person with that person mm. and realize that it's just you two that have put into it and your whole world erupts with joy and love <laughs> and tiredness
2: fear fear
1: <laughs> A lot of gin.
2: (laughs) I've already already cried at everything. Cried at the fact that I can't get my head together and and seem to do, do things quick enough. I'm scared I'm doing it wrong. But we'll get there because we'll try our best. And that's all you can do if you try your best. Then your little
3: human will
1: know. <laughs> he knows.
2: Yeah.
1: I love you.
3: I love you too.
1: I love you, Robin.
3: I love you, Daddy. Oh,
1: you can talk. You. Let's take after me then. So there we go.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We thought we were going to talk a little bit more, but having just listened to that last note, I'm going to be truthful. I'm sitting here in floods of tears and it just feels like a lovely note to to wrap this episode up on, really. Don't you? It's
1: emotional. Yeah. If you've stuck with us this long, give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Well done, you.
0: (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed it.
1: And uh, so as if you weren't expecting the screaming
0: ah oh, and the and the detail i tell you i tell you what we- those voice notes and my voice i i think i sound like a different human being
3: that's, that's, no that's, that's-
0: i mean obviously in the one you can hear me screaming i don't think i even sound like me i can remember throughout the whole of the labor and the pushing at the back of my head i can remember hearing that outer voice that sounded like an alien at some point and thinking oh my gosh I'm damaging my vocal cords. I'm never going to be able to sing again. It was <laughs> so silly, uh, but so painful. And that sore throat I had the next day where well, you can hear it in those notes. Mm. My God, it was like it was on fire.
1: <laughs> if you've enjoyed this different episode, then thank you. Thank you for mm. listening. Mm. It's the most, probably the, one of the most personal ones we'll, we'll do. Yeah. Um a little bit different cutting in and out of the voice notes, so thank you very much for listening. I've and,
0: loved it so much. Yeah. I love this is the I first lo- time
1: you had any idea what was going on. I know,
0: so. I've loved hearing the notes back. I couldn't remember recording half of them. <laughs> I I love I love telling this story though. I think it's the best story that I've ever had to tell and I ever will have to tell. It's
1: got a pretty good ending, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I've just I've loved it. So I really hope that. You have enjoyed listening to it, and 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 you get some joy or some information or something from it because well, it's just, the
1: best. Just got to hear how you did. More than anything else, we really <laughs> love that thousands of you across the globe have have taken part in our journey up until this point, and we really hope that you're going to stay with us going forward because next week's episode is going to be all about the mm. first few days
0: when we came home. Yeah. They let us come home. Uh, I, uh, yeah,
1: no spoilers, but we were there for a couple of days. Yeah. Always, so it's cool, cool. yeah. Um, if you've enjoyed it, please make sure you tag someone and share this episode far and wide. Um, we'd love to connect with more people who have just given birth as well. Mm. So, if this made you cry and remember you giving birth, then then get in touch with us either on Twitter or on Instagram at ftppuk. Over on Facebook, search First Time Parent Podcast. Or email us direct, firsttimeparentpod at gmail.com. And please do leave us a little review in the iTunes store if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Share us on Spotify or, or on Google Podcasts or Stitcher or CastBox. Anything you like. Just make sure you tag your friends and tell them to come over and be part of our little podcast family.
0: Come on over.
1: Also, <laughs> Robin hasn't woken up in the entire recording of this properly. We no. have done... Awesomely.
0: amazingly well you might hear a few little snuffles and a few little yeah. but he's he's been a good boy for mummy and yeah. daddy podcasting
1: <laughs> with the baby's hard guys
0: it's really hard but we have a feeling that he's probably filled his pants mm. and will wake up <laughs> <laughs> we'll wake up for a feed and to show us what he's put in his pants so if you yeah. filled
1: your pants make sure you tag us on twitter no, <laughs> but for now we'll we'll leave it there and we'll be back mm. with you next week when we continue our journey with the first couple of days after he was born
0: as first time parents
1: oh my god we're first time parents now
0: <laughs>
1: thank you very much everyone make sure you say hello to us over on twitter and instagram and yep. we will see you very soon
0: see you soon bye,
3: bye.